nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Good evening and welcome to SA Soccer Roundtable. Uh, my name is Harry and with me tonight uh, uh, is Royce. Uh, just like with SAFC, we're doing some uh, roster rotation uh, on this uh, long uh, road trip here. So Royce, how are we doing? Does that make me the Justin Dillon of the podcast? Because I'm <laughs> fine with that. Um, I'm, I am not determining who is the better player, who's starting, who's not starting. That is between you and Well, me. let's be honest. I'm the tallest. That is true. So that checks out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Derailed. All right. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good setup to get started with the, with the rotation, and then you took it in a direction that uh, I did not foresee. Um, You're welcome. You are welcome. So if you're Nathan, um, I'm going to go with Rafa being uh, Kamiri. Because mm. he's, he's a... Rafa's Jose. Rafa's, no, Rafa's Jose. Jose? Yeah. He's good. And he's short. He's, he's Jose. I think Rafa's more PC than Jose. Uh, Rafa's just not that fiery, man. Rafa's fiery. Trust right. me. Okay. We've seen right. it in the El Paso. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Rafa's got that nice little calm demeanor, but when he gets fired up, he gets fired up. <laughs> At the same time, I don't think I've ever seen PC calm. Calm. So, <laughs> yeah. But I've never seen Jose get that fired up either. It's true. So. True. True. That's that's uh, fair. That's so. Fair. To continue on the uh, the show here tonight, we're going to talk uh, about the East Coast and, and the trip, uh, the, the successful trip out east, um, and the trip to the West Coast, and we'll see how uh, successful that trip will be. We'll kind of discuss uh, the uh, recap the uh, Red Bulls. Two win, uh, two one, um, and then kind of touch base on Sacramento Republic, which I think is going to be going to be a tough one. Uh, you know, I think here also upcoming um, next week, uh, Friday, uh, four o'clock central, roster freeze. So if we are going to be doing any roster movements, and you're starting to see some uh, here recently. I, Phoenix Rising is trying to collect more attacking midfielders. I guess no way. The... They definitely never do this ever, <laughs> especially at the end of the season. I don't believe you. Uh, and then pretty, pretty uh, to me, the, the big one that kind of went and uh, I'm kind of interesting to see how it how it will play out is uh, Chris Cortez, formerly of 
Uh, Phoenix Rising had a really good year, then went uh, overseas and played and is now uh, joined the Fighting Billy Forbes. The, the Billy Forbes, uh, yep, in Miami. Yep. Down in Miami, who are uh, doing pretty darn well, uh, I'll admit, uh, after last year's um, underperforming, I guess you could say, because they didn't have a really good year, and that was COVID and all that stuff, so you kind of throw it out the window, and first, yeah, I think that was their first year, right, uh, that came over. Right. Um, and so, and, and as you've seen with Oakland, when you make the move to USL championship, there, there is a learning curve. Um, for sure. I, I will say, I will say that I'm pretty sure they want to be known as the Miami FC. Well, yes. The Miami yes, FC. Because uh, there really only is one that's actually in Miami. And the Billy, fighting Billy Forbes. The fighting Billy Forbes. That is correct. So to kind of get started here, um, just kind of quick look at the uh, lineup uh, for San Antonio against uh, the uh, Red Bulls. Uh, started out, to me, not much rotation. Um, there was a little bit, but not not as much as I anticipated. Yeah. Uh, Cardoni, Tainer, uh, Varela in for Axel um, Ford. And then you had uh, PC. Um, PC, PC Abu, was the left winger, Abu in the middle, along with Lindley. With Lindley. Ma- Maloney outright. You had Epps, Jose, and Dylan got the start on this one here. Yep. Uh, your thoughts on the opening lineup here? You know, in the traditional, well, I guess I shouldn't say traditional, but in the recent traditional 3 4 uh, 3 4 3. Pretty typical stuff. Uh, Nathan needed a rest. He's, he's kind of on a bit of a slump right now, so it's good to see him get a little bit of rest, even though we did come in the second half. Um, Dylan looked really good, so why why not? Um, as far as the midfield, that's pretty much what you'd expect. Um, they're giving Lima a rest, which he came in later, and obviously uh, Lima's a former New York Red Bull too. Uh former captain of the team. So uh, it was good to see him uh, chatting it up with his chums. Uh, but um, it, it, I, a p- pretty typical lineup. Varela finally got some minutes, which is good. He's been on the bench, but at the same time, you know, he's been nursing that um, shoulder that he dislocated earlier this season. So he, he needed that rest and it was good to see that he was able to get some rest, especially um, um, with this crazy stretch we're in, which, Man, tomorrow's match is the final match of the seven matches in 21 days. And it's gone a lot better than I thought it was going to go. But we'll get to that um, after that match is played. And then we can talk about um, kind of the, the crazy, hectic schedule that SAFC's had. Um, finally, we're going to get a couple one game a week weeks. Yeah, that, that checks out how that sounded. Um so we'll see how that goes. But as far as the lineup goes, yeah, you only took, I mean, like you said, uh, Varela, for, uh, Varela for Schuberg, um, basically PC for, Lima, yeah, PC for Lima, um, Abu for PC. You can kind of count that. And then uh, Dylan for, uh, for Nathan. Yeah. I'm surprised Jose didn't get a rest. Um, and I'm pretty surprised Epps didn't get a rest, but. We'll see what happens with the Sac Republic match. So. That's what I asked uh, um, 
Rafa on on the show because you know he was hoping hey we could get out to um, a lead, which of course we didn't end up doing. And that way you can mm-hmm. kind of sub um, on yep. there. And, and I thought you know hey when when the second half after we scored you know you know on on a on a set piece it was ended up being an own goal, but uh, Dylan was the one that kind of uh, pressured you know pressured the goalie and for that. sure. For sure, which is his game, and uh, I don't think he was—he's been able to do that too much. But in this game, he was able to boss um, the uh, the back line for the Baby Bulls uh, pretty handily, and he kind of had his way, and he looked really effective. Um, at the same time, I do agree with Rafa with his um, theory that a lot of subs were supposed to come, um, and I honestly think that second corner kick, if that goes in, which it almost. Mm-hmm. Almost did by maybe a foot it missed. If that goes in and it's three nothing, then you see three subs right off the bat for Marcina. But as it were, that's not how it worked. Well, I think the red card changed that as well. Um, oh, for sure. Going, you know, l- you know, losing uh, Abu on it was a deserved. You know, there's no question. There's you know, no arguing. The yeah. first yellow. You know, you can argue maybe a little bit, but this the when you're on a yellow and you go in like he did you know, he knew. Um, he, yeah. It was basically his. So he, I mean, whenever you have your studs up and you go into a, a player that you don't see, it's on you to see that player. Um, and his argument was my boot wasn't that high. I only hit him in the midsection. Um, and it's not like I saw him and he ran into me, but um, that's on you for keeping your foot up. That's it. That was kind of his really, you're going to give me a second yellow for that. And it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> it's that's like yellow. Yeah, that's, can't really argue it. Um, we do right, have. It was we, in the small I, of the back. It was right. Just, no, I, it was. I mean, it wasn't a uh, Romeo Parks, but it was. It was but still it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it was. A, it, it wasn't a dangerous a, player. Yeah, but it, it's a dangerous play, and there doesn't have to be intent. Yep. There doesn't have to be intent. I didn't mean to break that guy's leg. Yeah, <laughs> there's no intent, but mm, it's a red card. Get out of here. Um, so yes, Robert, it is what it you, is. You are correct. The top two teams in yellow uh, did not disappoint in this match. <laughs> well, you are who you are, you know, <laughs> be who but you are. I will say what, and, and like I said, I don't watch the Red Bulls a lot, but, you know, they're 4 2 2 2. Uh, make sure I got the three sets of two. Um, <laughs> it, it These teams pressed each other, and you can tell. That's you, what you the can... four two 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 does. Is it presses and it allows you to press. So it's supposed to be how it's supposed to set up. You just you have your four in the back, and they're widespread. The two after that are very narrow and close together. The two after that are very wide, and then the two after that are very narrow. So you you take up the space. You can press as much as you want to. You have all those triangles in there. It's basically a misaligned four four two. That's all it is. Um, and Red Bulls have been doing it forever. I mean, that's how, you know, that is a formation that started in Leipzig. Um, and Salzburg's used it. New York's used it. Uh, the Red Bull team that's in Australia that I can't think of that I'm sure Hawkman's going to chime in here on. Um, they use it. It's it's just one of those universal formations for those teams. And it's a very pressing formation. And they use it really well. Um, yeah. And, and, and like I said, they played a lot, you know, to me, this was one of the few games where I think San Antonio got a taste of their own medicine. And I thought, especially early, they kind of struggled a little bit against the press, uh, you know, a little bit, you know, from them. 
Um, they kind of adjusted it in, you know, as, as the game wore on. And then, you know, when Jose, you know, got his goal, you know, in the 33rd minute, right. Um, you know, it, you know, I think, I think, you know, it kind of tilted towards San Antonio's favor, but early on, you know, New York came to play and, and you know, which you knew they would, cause they had just got blown out, you know, by, uh, um, the rowdy six to nothing, you know, on the road, um, coming back at home, you could, you could tell it, you know, you know, th- they had a discussion or two, uh, just putting it nicely, um, <laughs> that uh, the performance that they had down in Tampa w- was not acceptable. Right. So thoughts on Jose's goal? Uh, I know SAFC's put the hi- you know highlight out on that. Uh, it's that exactly how you beat the New York Red Bull system, and it's exactly what Tampa Bay do. You counter-press their press. That's it, and that's what happened was – uh, before that play happens is you have Jose on the right. You have Epps on the left. Epps tries to come over to use the space in the middle of the field. And you try to have Jose um, move and Justin move, to, or Justin Dillon, um, to try to pull their defenders. And they try to bring Epps. And instead of uh, those defenders going with those players, uh, Epps got surrounded by three or four uh, Red Bulls. And they pressed the ball off of them. That's exactly what they do. The problem is, the ball carrier came out by himself and didn't look for a pass. And he got pressed himself by Jose because Jose had gone and nobody went with him. Well, Jose took the ball straight from him and went and scored. And he and did what Jose does here, right uh, there. Yep. Of so social media. Yep. So that was after they counter pressed Epps to get the ball back and Jose gets it and he goes and scores. Um, but just before that, Epps had the ball and he was surrounded by three or four players and San Antonio FC. That would have been Lindley and Jose went to counter press uh, the ball back from the ball carrier who had no one to pass it to because they had just, they were still together with Epps right after that happened. The ball pops out, goes to one guy, he gets counter pressed by Lindley and Jose and Jose goes and scores. That's that is a textbook way to break that press. And that's exactly what they did. And uh, Robert mentioned, agreed, those young kids were hustling and had a ton of quality chances that had me worried. And then Jose's uh, goal changed the moment. That's what they do, man. I mean, New York Red Bulls, too, they're a good club. Those are a lot of those kids are MLS quality players. They're good players. They're just young. Um, Real young this year. Yeah. And with with that youth, uh, there's two things you can do to really take advantage of that. Number one is counter press the crap out of them. Job done. Number two is intimidate them in the box and use your physicality. Job two done. And that almost led to three goals. It led to two, almost led to three, um, which if you want to talk about the second goal, we can go on to that one. Um, yeah, so the second goal here, I don't know if, if uh, SAFC put out. A... I, I don't think they did because it, it wasn't the prettiest thing in the world. But you know what? That ball went in the net. And I don't I don't care. But basically what happened is it's a corner kick. Uh, PC hits a line drive that could have been an Olympico. Uh, right at their keeper, and their keeper just keeper just straight up fumbled it. Um, and I think it just goes off of him, and may have gone off of Dylan. I don't know. It looks like the keeper just, just absolutely. Did they call it an own goal, Robert? He just yeah, absolutely, absolutely clawed handed, um, and just dropped it in the net. Um, and yeah, I mean that's, it wasn't good. Yeah, here we go. So. 
PC and with the line. This is uh, courtesy of USL Championship, uh, the highlights on. Which, by the way, PC doing set pieces again, you'll love to see it. <sighs> We're prepared today, guys. Hope you're enjoying this. There you go. So line drive and, yep, off the keeper's hands. Yep, yeah. that's it. Obviously, his hands were above his head and. And there you go. So that was and, all Dylan. That, that, and that it's because Dylan sense. put the pressure on him. Exactly. Dylan, that's what you're supposed to do there. You're supposed to get in front of him, block his view, put some pressure on him, yell yeah, at him if you can. The and there's a second one right that almost that goes mentioned. in. Yep. Or so, that was the third opportunity. That could have been the third goal right there. And if that happens, we probably sub out. And then here's a, a booze. And yep. There, that's a clear yellow, man. It's a clear second yellow. Yeah. And a booze like, how are you going to get? I mean, they're arguing. Arguing to argue, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm surprised Ford didn't get a yell out of that. <laughs> it's it's pretty like I get it. I get it from the rest point of view. This isn't really a controversial one. Nope. Abu's Abu's not looking like, and the dude runs into him. But at the same time, your foot's up in the air. If his foot goes down, and the dude backs up into Abu, then yeah, it's a foul on the other guy. That's fine. But your foot, your foot's up, and that's. It sucks, and that's what happened. I've seen penalties given for guys trying to clear out the ball, and they're six foot, and they get a dude. Well, they get Jordan Shakiri, Mister Four Foot Ten, um, in the way, just running in the way of the kick, and like no play on the ball, just trying to get in the way, and that's how they get penalties. That's just part of the game, unfortunately. And then almost immediately, um, yeah. Alex said this is the yeah. highlights. Uh, and what happens here? What happens here is kind of the double-edged sword of Taintor. Taintor is there, coming out and defending, and completely leaves his side open, and that's where the goal comes from. So what happens on that goal? If you want to rewind it real quick, is this is this is why. Um, this is what we talked about. Yeah, a little further, a little further, 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 further. <laughs> okay, pause it. Taintor a little, a little right too here, late, right? but it's fine. Yeah, Taintor's, yeah, that's Taintor. He came out to try to press the, the guy with the ball, not realizing that there were, this is also on PC to help him. Yeah, see, he's there. PC needs to come over and help protect, but he's also trying to come and press. And they both leave uh, that, eventual goal scorer all but by this himself. this was off of a throw in though. It's, it doesn't matter. It's It doesn't right. matter if it's off of a throw. You've got to protect that back line. PC's got to help cover where Taintor went away. And the same thing with Ford. Ford and Varela are looking at the same guy. So somebody has to come and fill that spot. Nobody so does. And that's where Ford that should have been. So, so and, and like I said, you know, so it should have been PC up here where, you know, instead of um, tainter, or should Ford been a little bit more over, you know, kind of let's say in front of Matt? Well, know, do you know, know kind of over in that range? Do you know who is normally in that position? That's Abu. So that's where you miss Abu. That's exactly his position. Hmm. And eventually that spot gets filled. Um, and I think that's a Marcina thing. I think Marcina coaching staff may have missed that. That whenever Abu goes away, hey, we got to have somebody fill in his spot. Nobody did. Um, I will say that Lindley is nowhere to be found, um, which is an issue. And was well, that Lindley was out? Lima was was the one. Oh, okay. Sorry, Lima was nowhere to be found. Lima was way over on the side, like he's playing left wing back. And then Taintor comes right. out. We There's just got Lima we right just got pulled. Across. He just runs by him. 
Right. Yeah. We just got pulled out of position. That's that's basically what happened. And then PC has a stand up like, hey, that's got to be offside. No, dude, you left your dude alone <laughs> behind you. Um, that's I basically what happened. You, I had flashbacks to the Sacramento game. You mean, uh, you mean, uh, or not Sacramento, uh, Real but Monarchs. Uh, Real Monarchs yeah. game? No, I, uh, I thought the same thing. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I turned off the game after that because <laughs> I expected, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a, I'm going to have an infarction right now. I'm going to get pissed off. They're going to give up this easy three points to it due to another red card. Uh, I'm not going to watch this. I'll look at the, I'll look at the result when I wake up. <laughs> Of course, I didn't go to sleep. I got up like at midnight to look at the damn score, and yeah, it was we don't won luckily. So, but yeah, um, no, I they saw that right after that. So you could, you know, yeah, and, and that was the problem. I think they had that two goal lead where I won't say that they were lax, but they had. I don't what what happened they was that settled yet. Right, they lost the player and they didn't set up like they needed to. They were still setting up like they had eleven, they had ten, and they left. Like I said. That spot that Taintor had to go and press, that was where Abu should have been had he still been on the pitch. So Taintor getting pulled out of shape. uh, That's kind of it started. You can blame Taintor. You can blame PC for not coming over. You can blame Varela for not coming over. You can blame Ford for not coming over. Basically, what it was was they were they were obviously missing one of their players, and New York Red Bulls too was smart enough to take the space and um, get a goal out of it. Yeah, Robert, I think your your feeling is once they scored, I was like, here it yeah. comes again. And just yeah. I think that's what everybody <laughs> feeling was. Yeah. Was like, oh no, here we go. We're, but, in, we're in for but it. But go go with me here. Go with me here. This is a different team. Yep. I, it's a much different team than the beginning of the year. This is not a um how do I say this without sounding like a jerk? This is not a Darren Powell team. Um, and this seems like a more organized defense first team. Um, Darren Powell always preached, you know, we're going to be a, we're going to play beautiful soccer. It's going to be enjoyable to watch. You can say that all you want, but if you give up goals as much more than you score, hmm, it's not, it's not going to be great. And this team is more hard nosed. Um, Marcina's Marcina ball. I mean, we've seen it in San Antonio. It's a lot more hard nosed, a lot more physical. It's a lot more defense first. And you see the results it gets. Everybody saw last season. We see this season when we're healthy, like right now. It's fun to watch because they win, you know. But I wouldn't say they're defensive first either, though. They, uh, I understand they, they lead with their defense. Yes. But they set their defense they don't up first. Set back. They they, yeah, no, they don't. They press. You, they they play. To me, they play an offensive game just as well as defensively. But the defense is what sets it up by the they, from the press and, and stuff all the way back. What I would compare how they play to would be a. It's it's like a Liverpool, but not with the back four it's with the back three mm-hmm. it's very much in the in, in the ilk of liverpool in that you have a very solid back six basically um in san antonio's case it's a back five well no it's a back five in san antonio's case it's also a back five in liverpool's case except in liverpool you have you know the two center backs and you have the one or two midfielders that dominate the game um and then the wing back, the wingers always go up, always go up. And you see PC or Lima 
or Gleedle or Maloney. They always go up. Um, and then you have the three attackers do whatever the hell you want. You really set up your defense first, and then you have the three attackers do whatever they want, and the wingers will come support them. It's very much Liverpool. Uh, the wingers being, you know, Nate Robertson and um, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, and then the three famous front uh, being Firmino, um, Salah, and uh, Mane. And ours is obviously Nathan, Jose, and Epps. So it's fun to watch. It's it's exciting soccer, but they set their defense first, and then the offense goes on from there. Um, and it hasn't always been like that in San Antonio, and that's why I think we're seeing different results. Um, in previous years, that won a Sokar goal, that bicycle kick at the death to tie it, that would have been a loss. That would have been a goal to lose the game. That would have been a game winner for RGV. This right. year, or it, with Marcina Ball, it's just a tie. So, yeah. So, moving on to Sacramento. Um, they uh, pulled off an impressive uh, feat this last, uh, their last match against El Paso, which they lost two to nothing. Um, the reason why I say it's impressive is. Even with a PK, they had no shots on target, so which is, which is a uh, pretty hard to do. <laughs> so, Ouch! Uh, but they line up uh, at least, uh, you know, look, you know, looking at their formations here, uh, looks like they line up mostly in a four-one-four-one um, match. Now they did have a loney come in, uh, Patrick uh, Way. Uh, Patrick Wea. Way yeah. up from uh, Minnesota United from Minnesota. on loan, and they also uh, got uh, another. They had they also got a defender, defender on loan from uh, Cap. Was it Cap yeah, Nabby? Uh, Nagbilly uh, Kim Munchi, something along those lines. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get the pronunciation. Hold on, Robert. I, I, had... um, I think Royce is going to bust you on this one here. Um, they just loaned George. Uh, yeah, Wea nephew. Uh, Robert, that is fake news, sir. Patrick Weah and Timothy Weah, not related. Not related. So just has the same last name, not related to <laughs> Timothy Weah, the great Timothy Weah. Actually, you know what? Uh, give me give me a second. Give me a second, Harry. Hold on real quick. Ain't no worries. So, but uh, to me, like I said here, you know, the person up top, Cameron Wasa, uh, uh, proven goal scorer. Um, Rafael Diaz is the goalkeeper. He's, he's, he was their second goalkeeper, but the first one got hurt, uh, you know, uh, for it here. Uh, of course, our um, old friend uh, Emil Cuello uh, is uh, lining up in, in the middle there for them up top. Um, to me, uh, Carlton Belmar, you know, from his uh, Swope Park uh, days that um, challenged, uh, you know, challenged uh, San Antonio FC. Uh, you know, fairly late, uh, you know, back back when San Antonio and Sporting Kansas City 2 slash Swope Park uh, played uh, Carlton Belmar. So they do have uh, some firepower. Uh, and Royce is back with. Sorry, the great Timothy Weah. Yeah, they, uh, I, I won some contest on Twitter and they sent me uh, a legit uh, Leal Timothy Weah kit. So. Oh, nice. Shout out to uh, League Un. I'm a big fan, big fan of uh, Timothy Way as well. 
American Timothy Weah, noted American Timothy Weah, and uh, League Un champion last season, which is exciting to follow for sure. So, but Papa Murphy Park um, has not formally, Bonnie Park, I believe is what it's called, uh, has not been kind uh, to San Antonio FC. Uh, no. Played there four times, two ties, two losses, but it's always close matches. Um, yep. They've you know, either tied or only lost by one, typically a 2-1 score. It's always um, been a one goal. One goal. One goal. Deficit. It's always been competitive. Now yeah, it's we'll always been Bijev. It's always been Bijev, but, yes, but guess who's not, is there, not anymore. there this year? Uh, Bingo. In uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Okay, see energy. Yep. But which we'll see coming up soon as well. Um, but do we see for, Oklahoma? I know we see Tulsa. Do we see Oklahoma too? Yes, we do. Oh wow. We see okay. Tulsa. We see Tulsa here, but yes, we see Oklahoma OKC there. at Taft. Yes, at Taft yeah. on a Sunday, and then from there they play Wednesday at uh, at El Paso. Um, <sighs> so that's that's after. So next week they play New Mexico here, um, first Yikes. home game in a while. After that they go to Oklahoma City, and then they go to El Paso, and then they're home for four out of their last five. Um, only yeah. away trip will that's be right. to uh, the lab in New Mexico, which is not is another place where we historically don't do well yeah. um for that here but mark mark briggs is is their manager um to me sacramento's kind of they're kind of at that point in their at their season where they've got to start getting points so and, and by points i'm meaning three points uh, right now they're sitting yeah. in sixth position uh, four points out of the out of the playoffs, um, and Tacoma still have it, ha, has a game on hand on them. So, um, but you know, Sacramento just hasn't been consistent this year. You know, there's no other way to to no. say it is is uh, to me they're they're having a year like uh, Indy, um, Indy, but I think more like our what 2019 year was where they were always in the game, but they right. always. And then we had to we had to go on some for some reason. Yeah, we had to go on some insane stretch um, to even get in there yeah. to even qualify, and we missed it because we drew a match that we should have. <laughs> we were up to nothing. Yeah, let's not go there. Those are old wounds. Hey, and I'm just not saying that they're playing, their season's <laughs> very similar. Yeah, to that where you look at the talent, you look at the results, and it doesn't match. Um. And, and like I said here, they're just they're just very inconsistent. Their last five, that you know, they've won one, lost two, tied two, and, and that's just how 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 they've been. Um, and I think part of it is is that I hate saying this, but they play in a weak conference. You know, with you know th their wins are typically yeah. against Los Dos. You know, the Lights. Uh, you know, they, you know Tacoma. F formerly Sounders two. Formerly the. Um... Vancouver. They've struggled like against oil. They've struggled against Orange too. County. Yeah. They've struggled against you know Rising. Although they had a zero zero draw against uh, Rising um, up up in Sacramento. So right. And, and and for me on this match here, um, if San Antonio walks away with a zero zero draw, I'm happy. Uh, you know, if they can get That's a fair. point out of this, you know, would I like three points? Sure, but you know, yeah. the end of a four game trip, you know, especially. From Saturday to Saturday, I think what it's between seven thousand miles, six thousand miles. Um, so if you go from Austin, I didn't start in San Antonio because it's only like fifty miles. But if you start from Austin, which was what last Tuesday to um, 
Salt Lake City, which was Saturday, to New Jersey, which was Wednesday, to Sacramento, which is tomorrow, that's 5,500 miles. Plus, if you add the 1,500 coming back to San Antonio to finish the trip, that's 7,000 miles. As the crow flies, that's not with any deviation. That's straight. Um, that's 7,000 miles in less than two weeks. That's uh, dumb, awful, terrible. Yep. Yeah, I did the Google Maps. Uh, San Antonio to Salt Lake City to New Jersey, where they played to Sacramento, and then back home to San Antonio. It was around 8,000 miles. So Stupid, dumb, awful, and, bad. You know, it's, it, it's, and I don't think that they came back, which I think is actually kind of a blessing, you know, where, you know, they, they stayed out and, um, you know, late season bonding, um, I guess you could that, say. For- that's, that's the thing. That's what this, that's what road trips do for teams is that you bond as, as a family, really, when you're on road trips, you, you have no choice other, I mean, you're with your roommate and then everybody is together which uh that's i mean it's no distractions yeah there's really no distractions distractions, Um, you know we'll be honest right um yeah i I mean that's that's what it does it uh it it really keeps you in a bubble to where you can you know grow as a family and then the the last what is it five of the last seven matches of the season are at home. So hopefully that is solidified and you play at home and you go into the playoff strong. So that's what we're hoping to see. And the last match I think is going to be huge uh, against Colorado Springs. I think that could be the match that decides who gets, who gets home field and and who doesn't, but that's what it's lining up to be in it. It'll be, uh, they should put that one on ESPN proper huh but uh colorado springs still got some matches they go to rgv this week which um i think you know they draw they draw the uh colorado springs was able to get the draw uh, against rgv um very uh, safc like on how uh, rgv coughed up the lead right at the death uh for that going against the 10-man uh, switchback so that'll be interesting so not a, not a good result there for yeah, sure it is, you know listening to down in the valley and and it's that's in going to the match they would have took a point but how the match and especially having pretty much is it is it isn't that the most san antonio fc thing you've you've ever heard <laughs> man i would have i would have bent your leg off to take a point out of that but good god that was a disappointing point god i cannot tell you how many times i've said that in the last six years <laughs> Um, so to me, the big, so to me, what kind of player rotation do you see? And then obviously with the boo out with the red card, um, cause I doubt that's getting appealed. Uh, so most likely he's yeah. out. Um, what, what do you see the lineup, uh, being, um, you know, against Sacramento? Uh, so lineup is going to be, uh, let's see, I guess he was there. Um, Schuber got a rest, so you'll probably see him come in. You'll probably see Taintor and Ford um, as the back line. Um, you'll probably have Lima out on the left. Hmm. 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 Man, that's that's a tough call. I don't know what you do if, if you're uh, Marcina. Uh, honestly, you probably have PC out on the left, and then you have uh, Maloney on the right. You have Lima and... Uh, Lima and Lindley. Um, uh, yeah. 
Layla, do I guess. You... I'm, I'm trying to come up with a name for those two. Sorry. That was completely unnecessary. But you'll have uh, Lima and Lindley, and then up top, uh, you'll you'll probably have. Mm, hmm, hmm. I think you're playing the three. You're not. You know, well, yeah. Well, you're you playing. Epps? You're playing Epps. You're playing Jose. Epps, Even Jose, Jose and some, some reps. probably Nathan. Yeah. The question is: Is Dylan or Nathan? You know, who gets to start? Or do you put? Uh, do you take Jose off, or do you take Epps off, and you put Nathan in? Uh, and Dylan, and then you have one of those guys. So you let Nathan dribble at whoever, um, and you know Epps or Jose on the other side. You give Epps or Jose a, a rest, and you have Dylan up top. It'll be interesting to see how they rotate that. Um, or do you have two of those guys, and you put Hoppy out, or do you put uh, Torres out? I think Torres is probably going to be a late sub. I know we said that against New York, but at the same time, we're down to players, so that kind of made that not possible. What do you think about this idea? Kind of doing what Bob Lilly did to us. I hate it. I'm joking. What's that? <laughs> uh, you know, starting. You know, let's say starting more defensive than and then well, putting no, your offensive up top. In. So the back, I think you're going to roll with who you, you know who we have because there's been right. player rotation in the back and the mid. You know, back in the midfield, it is what it is. But I think you know, I think instead of um, if you, you know, if you wanted to, instead of having, um, Jose and Epps start, if you have them on the bench initially and then bring them in at halftime, so that way it gives them that third and then the second half, you know, assuming that it's close. Cause I think San Antonio, even with, you know, let's say if you brought in, uh, Shandon and brought in Leo. Uh, for them, if they were going to play a half with you know Nathan or Nathan or Dylan up top, um, either one of those, I think for a half, as long as defensively, I think you could still do that. But then you're 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 using their 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 rested legs in the first half, and then you're wearing down Sacramento, and then you know you bring on um, Epps and bring on uh, you know Jose, depending on game condition. You know, to where, right. you know, hey, if it's close, you bring them on. If if we're getting blown out, you know, just, you know, keep them out. Or if we're ahead, you know, you could still, you know, keep with what's working. To me, I'm wondering if that kind of gives you a little bit more flexibility. Because that's what Bob Lilly did to us when, when Pittsburgh came here. He rested his starters for the half. And then, you know, hey, it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. Let me bring them on. And, and we saw they snuck away with a point. Yeah, I mean... But to me, that's going in with the it's mind a, frame of you know, hey, we're just we're just trying. To me, that's going in get with the away mind frame draw. of a draw instead yeah, of a win. Correct, uh, and also at the same rate, um, I'm pretty sure uh, Pittsburgh played the previous Wednesday, and then they yes. played a Saturday, and then they played yes. the next Wednesday. Uh, we have a full week off for the first time in three <laughs> or four weeks, so I think I think they're. they're I think gonna it's going to be out. yeah. We need to come up with a name. Uh, so it's Dylan, so that's D, Gallegos, G, and Epps, E. So is it Deg or G, GED? That's unfortunate. Yeah, um, yeah we got to come up with a better a better name for the GED. The GED? No, because, I mean, they're – is GED is a good thing. The, MJ, the JJM or MJJ? Marcus, JMJ. Justin, Jose. Right. MJJ, JMJ. I don't know. Well, 
what we're we're workshopping it. We'll figure something out. But yeah, no, I think you put that you put them out for at least seventy five minutes, and um, if you need fresh legs or if they start cramping up, then you put. And that's the thing that I will say. Um, you're not seeing that though. You're not seeing that. That's exactly what I'm saying. And and that was a thing that I'm going to push back very heavily that certain people on a certain podcast that we may be talking on right now were questioning the medical staff and the training staff of FCFC because they had so many injuries and I was pushing back the whole time saying it's just bad luck and how many cramps do you see even in this seven matches in 21 days how many cramps do you see well how many legitimate cramps <laughs> very very important distinction good point but seriously how, how many do you see no, like I said, I, th- I think they're they're a fit team. They're uh, they're a very fit team. They're very well hydrated, which is very important. That's not something you get all but the time. Here's here's the thing to counter you a little bit. Okay. With as much traveling that they're doing, they're not uh, practicing as much as they were at that point. Anyone well, yeah, I mean, it, that hard and obviously they didn't they didn't get the practice for those full two weeks as well, so. <laughs> That's probably a big part of it was they got yeah. like a two week break, which is basically a vacation. Uh, I'm not saying a vacation because a lot of them were sick and it was bad. I don't want to. I don't want to. Rafa with uh, our forwards run GDE. <sighs> anyway, so. I, I don't want to say that it was, you know, a vacation. I'm not trying to not trying to say that no, it was anything not. light. They were out sick, a lot of them, but at right. the same rate, and, they got two weeks where their bodies could, um, could recover from running. It was a blessing. All the place. Yeah. It, it blessing in disguise. Like it's yeah. bad that like COVID is not a blessing. It's awful. It's terrible. It is literally the scourge on the earth right now. <laughs> um, it's not good, but like you said, they got a, two week quarantine and that may have helped a little bit with physical conditioning. That's all we're saying. We're not saying it was good. We're saying it may have helped. And the so, two matches that they did reschedule, they won both. So let's not forget fair. that. That is very fair. So, so, you know, let me uh, go through and kind of set the table of where we're at here and then kind of talk about uh, any last minute Roster moves that you that you think that uh, we're going to need here. Uh, so just kind of looking at the standings here uh, at this point. East um, in the Atlantic, nothing's really changed. Uh, it's been Rowdies, Riverhounds, Miami, and Independents are starting to get a, a little bit of a break there. Uh, uh, um, Charleston and Hartford, and, and Hartford's actually in fifth uh, uh, for that here. Um, but really, really on the, on the Atlantic, it's, it's turning into a four team race. It looks like here, we'll have to see if, um, either Charleston or Hartford can get back into it. Uh, moving to, uh, the central Louisville city, um, not in the best form here recently, you know, two draws, two losses and a win in their last five Birmingham Tulsa has, you know, been on a run. So they've kind of climbed back into it. And then that four spots, you know, still a mess. Oklahoma City, Atlanta United, Indy, uh, one-point gap. And even you have to c- count uh, Memphis 9-1, who San Antonio plays. 
only five points out, but two, you know, two to three games in hand um, on the teams there uh, for that here. Moving to the mountain, um, El Paso. You know, the interesting thing about El Paso in August, they've got eight matches. So yeah, October. if they start picking up some nicks, we're only behind by nine points. I know we have, you know, they have a game in hand. You we mean October, not August? Play. Pardon me? Or pardon you me, mean, October. You mean October, not October. August. Yeah. yeah, October, pardon me. Um, they, they've, you know, you know, their stretch um, really picks up at the end of the year. So if they pick up any injuries. This this was something in the beginning of the season that we saw was that they, yeah, they we finished with seven, which is brutal enough. They finished with eight, which is super brutal. So there you go. So, and they're in contention for the, the, you know, the number one seed, although I think Phoenix, uh, you know, has the, has the advantage after this past week here. But San Antonio owns the tiebreaker over the switchbacks, uh, who are also at 37 points. Uh, I didn't and we also have that, a game in hand. So. Uh, for that here, and the game in hand. Um, four, five, and six, I, I still think it's, it's uh, anybody's game. Uh, RGV is one less in seven. Um, a lot of draws, only two losses. Uh, New Mexico can't find any consistency uh, for that here, and, and the bold do what the bold do. Um, yeah, they hang around, they grab a goal, and if they get a goal, it's uh, almost good night. So yeah, uh, whoever get that four slot uh, is going to be uh, entertaining out in the Pacific, uh, rising, uh, running away with it. Uh, Louisville, or probably uh, San Diego, Orange County. Uh, 34 points. Uh, it's dead even. Um, they do play one more match to decide who gets the tiebreaker, depending on how that goes. Uh, Tacoma Defiance. Oakland Roots is, is on kind of a, a late push to try to you know see if they can get back into it. And then Sacramento, as we discussed here, 26 points. Um, they're kind of getting to that, you know, we're getting into that point of the season where there's 10 games, nine games left, depending on your schedule. You've got to start, you know, if you're not in the playoff position, you got to start, you know, getting those results uh, for that here. Um, and to me, I put the top eight because uh, keep in mind after the first round, uh, it goes by your record. So uh, top eight, Tampa, uh, Riverhounds, uh, Lou City, Miami, um, top four seated, then uh, Birmingham, Tulsa, Charlotte, and, and the Energy. Um, to me, what's surprising here, if you look at the West, um, yeah, Rising has the top uh, top slot, but if you look at two, three, and four, um, that's the mountain um, with you know through there here, and then you got you know the two uh, second and third place in Orange County at fifth and sixth, and then you know the two teams um, seven, you know the number four seed. So uh, looking at how the playoffs you know would look if if it was starting uh, this week here, you would have El Paso hosting uh, uh, Tacoma, uh, you would have San Diego Loyal hosting uh, the Silverbacks. San Antonio, so we would have a home match against Orange County. Uh, Phoenix Rising would be hosting the Bold if it was this week. And out east, uh, you have the Rowdies and, and inter- hosting the Energy. You have um, you have uh, Legion um, uh, hosting Miami uh, for, you know, because they're in that third slot, which to me would be the you know match a uh, playoff match there. And then you know uh, Pittsburgh and Tulsa, and then Louisville and uh, Charlotte Independence, you know, for that one four slot. So here's my question to you. The home field gets you the slot number two if we can't catch El Paso. Most likely, you're going to be facing on the road at Phoenix in round two 
Uh, what, uh, 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 what happened last time the bold played uh, Rising in the playoffs? Uh, I think Rising still won, but it went to PKs. Uh, yeah, it was super fuck. It, oh, excuse me, it was super close. Um, but super super close, and it went to PKs, which is a had a better roster as well. Let's let's. Well, it's the, it's the same basic setup, and it's a younger roster this time. Remember that it is a younger roster. So, so, but to me, I, I do agree. You want to finish second? Yeah. But and to me, is there really much difference going to Phoenix and playing on a on a on a on a field um, as opposed to going to on a real field? I guess I should say that's correct. As opposed or to going to, a baseball going field. to El correct. Paso, where yes, we have won there in the past. But yep, um, let's be honest. El Paso's got a twenty game unbeaten streak at home uh, for a reason. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's not uh, because it's not because there's some incredible home team that has an incredible well i mean their crowd's good uh but they're a good crowd, but yeah, yeah it's shout out to the eighth notch but it's not that it's because their field is super modified to and they play to it yeah and they play to it i mean to, that's what you have to do the st louis cardinals were the best show on turf and it's because they knew how to play that astro turf you had ozzy smith hitting Baltimore hops and getting base hits out of them. And then he would steal a base and then you'd hit a sacrifice fly and holy crap. Cardinals are up one, nothing already. This is stupid. So and Robert, uh, you are correct. RGV has more points than Tacoma. However, if you're not in the top four, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, that means the rest of the West is terrible, awful, <laughs> bad. Yeah. So I, I think the mountains are far, far stronger conference than the Pacific, but doesn't matter it's it's top four in, in no matter which division you're in and and then you know top two get a host and uh then after that it goes by total points which yep. you know it's it is what it is so the final topic roster freeze deadline uh next next friday at four o'clock central um for me i would like to see you know, a quail replacement. I know in discussion with you, you don't think anybody's coming in. Okay. Um, you know, with uh, Doyle going out, I think that does open the door a, a little bit. Uh, but uh, your thoughts on, you know, the, the uh, final uh, roster, you know, the possible we, roster uh, movement uh, before it locks up. Uh, we are going to, I guarantee this, we're going to have two, huge acquisitions two huge acquisitions i will put any sort of money on it and that's going to be santiago patino and sam gleedle those are your two <laughs> huge roster additions and they're already um, here and the in the very near future uh, before the end of the season that's it Th those are your additions they that's it man um that's all i got <laughs> That's it. That's that's all they need. Um, they need maybe a little bit more offense. You got one of the best strikers in the league coming back. Uh, maybe they need a little bit of help defending in the middle. PC can slot there if you have Slam Glee, Sam Gleedle go out to the left. Um, that's it. That's it, man. Everybody gets healthy. Uh, they're also going to get a. Oh, a, Robert. <laughs> Uh, Robert put, maybe we can sign uh, uh, Tim, Tim Wea's other, other cousin. cousin. <laughs> well, 
Patrick's not his cousin and <laughs> no. Um, anyway, uh, we're also going to get uh, two of the top center backs in the league back. That would be uh, Kamiri, the uh, Tunisian Tur- hashtag Tunisian Terminator. Um, and also, uh, who else are we going to get back? That's on the injured list. Uh, Deplane. Deplane's been injured for a while, so hopefully he comes Deplane back. Deplane makes the roster, though. I do. Deplane. So you know where Deplane will fit in and where he fit in earlier this season, and he impressed me. Uh, he is basically going to be Ford's backup on the right side. Um, Taintor has that left side locked up, mm-hmm. and and Deplane plays the exact same way that Taintor plays. They're the same height as well, same same physical um, numbers. I don't know what you want to say. Same same body type, basically, except that the plane be on the right, Tanger be on the left, and then you can have uh, Axel in the middle. I mean, that's that's basically it right there. Yeah, but if if Ford and to me, if Ford, Tanger, and uh, Kamiri's healthy, that's who I want no, to roll. No, no, those, I'm, those are the starters, but you need to have two backup, and your two backup are you can have Varela on the left, you can have Deplane on the right. It's important to have backups. Where I mean, have you have you not paid Axel's in the middle? He's also right, he's the backup in the middle. You're not carrying three center backs. Uh, yeah. Uh, have you not been paying attention to what happened this entire season? What what are we yes, talking but on about? The game day yes, roster, you do. you're not carrying three center backs. You have a backup for every position, man. There's Axel backs up slots. in the middle. Deplane <laughs> Axel seven slots on the bench. That that does it. It's a squad, yes. But when you get one dude injured, and if he's out for the season, you got to bring in the replacement. Well, we're not talking about injuring anybody at this point. I'm, have you but, once again have you not been paying attention to the season, man? It's been a season healthy. full of injuries. Yes, we are. We are. Healthy. We're yes, staying we... healthy. We're not talking any of this. You know, hey, somebody's getting you know getting knocked down. Harry, you know, for that. Harry Austin, Harry Austin. Have you seen the injury list? Is it empty? It is not empty. We, we That's are correct. Not, we are That's not correct. El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> it still is not empty. You still have injuries. You need backups. And right no, no, now we have that. we have Kamiri injured. We have Deplane injured. That's two of your six center backs injured. So you have four available. You play three at a time. I'm gonna be like so, my my dude. Uh, I can't even think of his name right now. The he visited the Ferrari paddock at uh at the last Grand Prix, the Italian Grand Prix. The the kid that just does that on Instagram all day. Oh, uh, that's it. Yeah, but you have, I mean, you have 33 percent of your center backs injured and unavailable. You yep. you're gonna need those, and when you go to the playoffs. Playoffs have expanded rosters. I don't think you just have to have 18. I think it's 20 you can have on the bench for playoff game. Also, um, it doesn't have to be the same 18 over and over again. That's why no, the no, roster's play, 20, 26, playing, 25. Right. But, yeah, uh, as far as a replacement for Cuello, you don't need that because you're getting Patino back. So now you're going to have you're going to have a little bit of a congestion up front as well. You're going to have Patino. You're going to have Dylan. You're going to have Jose, you're going to have Epps, you're going to have Hoppy out and Torres. Those are your forwards. Plus, Ollie Wright is also a forward. So, I mean, you have, was that seven? Seven forwards to fill three, maybe four slots. So, yeah. We'll see. Um, and then 
I just think we lose a little bit of a little bit of the creativity without having without having that in the middle. Um, but you know, just but how they play, you know, it's 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 hard to go against you know Nathan or Patino, Jose it's, and Epps. The formation doesn't allow you to really have that. Match, yeah, correct. The, the 10, it the formation just doesn't really help you have a 10. Your 10 is taken up by Nathan being or Dylan being a false nine. That's it. That's a four that comes back and basically plays as a 10. That's it. And then you have Epps and Jose run off of him. That's so, what you got. final thoughts. Oh man, um, let's do something positive this time. Good lord, okay. Wait, there's been so much negativity. Um, <laughs> Let me think. I gotta think of something positive now because I want to so, change it up a little bit. It's you know what? Here, here's my here's my final thought. I, I got right. it. Here's my final thought. And I know it's not a complete conclusion because we still have tomorrow's game and we'll see how it goes. But it has been an absolute pleasure watching San Antonio FC come together as a team and really mature and bond together. Um, they had a, two weeks off because of COVID. Get your shots, wear a mask, please be respectful of each other. We've had two weeks off out of that. And then after that, you had seven games in 21 days, and they have 13 out of 18 possible points uh in a playoff push. And they've gone from sixth all the way up to second in the division. Uh, that's fantastic. And they've come together and like San Antonio FC social media team put together the little 80s montage, which is great. But mm -hmm. uh, Chef's kiss, well done. Um yeah, it's it's great. I mean, they and this is what I said while we were in this two week uh in that two week break was this is it. This is this is the this is the season. Put up or shut up. You got seven games in 21 days. Let's see what you got. If you're really serious about getting in the playoffs, let's see what you got. They're serious about uh getting into the playoffs because they've been super successful and they've played really good soccer. And I think um, they'll do some damage in the playoffs this uh, year. I, yeah, I really do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, barring any phantom handball calls or no calls, yeah, they're gonna they're, they're gonna it, rock I don't it. Think in the anybody's playoffs. gonna want to play us. And, and oh no, um, nobody wants to play us now. Nobody's really gonna want to play us in the play us in the playoffs for sure. But so my final thought, I got two, three of them uh, here. Number one, <laughs> um, the game's at nine thirty tomorrow, so. Uh, you have opportunity to go watch UTSA football um, against Middle Tennessee State. That's a very uh, good one. Birds you know, up, go runners two and zero. Um, you know, go support that team. Get, go support that uh, team in the dome for sure. Know, and it, you know, I don't necessarily agree with Don Harris all the time. Uh, he had me blocked for a longest time. That <laughs> unblocked me, uh, but uh, he made it. He made a fair point. We supported the Commanders. Uh, you know, when they were here. Uh, UTSA, this is probably their best football team, um, you know, as, as far as for talent uh, for that here. Um, they beat a P5 team. They rolled Lamar like it wasn't even, you know, wasn't even, you know, just the talent gap was first just shutout and first shutout in uh, school history in a program point. history. Yeah, M uh, Middle Tennessee yeah. State, uh, you know, is is a sneaky good team uh, for that here. And like I said here, uh, for UTSA football and stuff, you can follow uh, Alamo Audible. They're a great source, uh, you know, for uh, for UTS not only UTSA football but UTSA sports in general. Uh, you know, to give them give them a shout out. But and also uh, Inside Runner Sports is great as well. Inside Runner Sports is, is very good. So 
to me, you have it's one of those rare opportunities where you could go to see the runners and still make it home to watch SAFC because it's you know I think the runners kick off at five, you know SAFC doesn't kick off till nine thirty. So um, you know whether you go or don't go, I know there's plenty of tickets available in, in you know the lower bowl, um, but I know UTSA is trying to see if they can get twenty to twenty five thousand fans out there. Um, so it should be, should be a very entertaining uh, football game to go to. And then, you know, the, the uh, final thought here, um, you know, like I said here is uh, season tickets uh, renewals is upon us. Um, I know I put a comment, you know, to SAFC. I wish they had highlighted a little bit more. Um, but that's what yep. I'm doing here is highlighting that, hey, check your emails, reach out to, you know, Bree, Daniel, um, any of the season ticket guys, you know, if you Taylor. have questions. Yeah. Um, you know, they're here, you know, you know, I don't, uh, I'll give San Antonio this, this, even though the roster rotates the product on the field has, you know, has 100%. always been entertaining. You know, we may not have got the results that we have always wanted, but you know, the, the product, you know, the boys have always left it out there and, and it's there. So, um, it's that time, uh, to kind of start looking at, Hey, renewals, uh, for that here and, and, you know, see about moving, you know, moving your seats. So check your emails. Yep. So, but, uh, thank you for tuning in guys. Uh, like I said here, Robert, uh, Rafa, you know, missed you, but uh, we'll see you Sunday. Uh, Aaron, uh, thank you for the tweets here or, you know, for, you know, for the messages, uh, for that here, we'll be back, uh, Sunday to talk, um, Sacramento and New Mexico. Only one game to talk about, and I'm going to try to see if I can either get uh, Chris from uh, Seeking Straight Podcast or uh, you know one of the guys from uh, Somos Mas, uh, the other New Mexico podcast, on there to see if they can join us to kind of talk about um, their frustration with their coach, which was us a couple of years ago with uh, Darren Powell of. We've been there, guys. We've, We've been, there. been there. We feel for you, <laughs> for sure. So, uh, but what's life without goals? Hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Be safe. And, and like I said, here, go support the runners and SAFC. See y'all.